Welcome to the Drew and G Show. This is my co-host, Andrew. I'm Garrett. And you want to just dive straight into this thing? Dude, Jason Aldean. Dude, he he is making more money. Like, they tried to stop him right now, but he's making yes. more money than he's ever made. It's, so, it's, this, the song we're talking about is Try That in a Small Town. Dude. It's, it's a good song. It's a very, good, a very song. good song. It, it honestly, it describes where we're from, like, beautifully. Bro, we have nothing down here, but... The local watering well and Grandma Peg's house. That's Ab- that we got. Literally, absolutely. It's that's, we are. I mean, we live in the boonies. Yeah, combined, like <laughs> a couple thousand Dude, people, we, maybe between. Well, I probably shouldn't tell where, where we're from. But anyway, like he's making more money than he's ever made right now. They tried, like he got kicked, like taken away from what is it? CMT. Yeah. yeah, country music television threw him out. Uh, who? Who was it? Uh, I know Luke. Yeah, there was three really big name country artists that left CMT after that. It was um, Hank Williams Jr., Luke Bryan, and I can't remember the last one. Uh, Uh, Oh, my gosh. That's going to bother me. I was going to say, what's his name? You keep talking and I'll remember it. He's, (laughs) oh, my gosh. He sings. Blake, Blake Shelton, duh. Yeah, Blake Shelton. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's my, Old Red. That's my cousin. Yeah, Blake Shelton. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> okay. No. Anyways. But dude, yeah, I mean, y'all, he, kind of look, y'all kind of resemble each other a little bit, actually. Well. Maybe uh, there is something going on there. We live in the South. That's very true. Everybody's related. Everybody's related. <laughs> you can't find a girlfriend at school because everyone's your cousin. Absolutely. We got, we, I mean, our line goes all the way back to Noah. I mean. It's horrible. It's horrible. Dude, he... From all that backlash, he's making more money now than he ever has. He's uh, like, what is it, top four? It's like he's like the top song in country music right now. I think right? so. I think on like majority of the charts, he's he's number one, number two. Like, he's top four basically everything with that song right now. Yeah, it's he, insane. Yeah, they they did him a favor. They, they did him a huge did. favor. Like, what's some award when you can when you can like. Make that much money. It just is not matter for him. Uh, it doesn't at all. And I mean, now he's just gonna. I mean, keep skyrocketing. Like, because mm-hmm. now he's got even more followers than he had before. Like, I mean, I know people that I've talked to that never even listened to Jason Aldean, and now they're like his biggest fans. Yeah, it's like the uh, it's like the Morgan Wallen effect. You know, he he went through a big controversy. Yeah, he yeah did. what he did was wrong. It was wrong. But you know, it made him more popular. It's like he came back because you know almost made him more popular that he went through that controversy more people heard his name more people was like oh he does have you know some good music you know yeah. even if even if what he did was wrong and i might not even hold know the whole story i've just heard his name because of this like controversy yeah absolutely he just got more popular absolutely like, i mean that's that's country artists like, he's, like all the time. Yeah. or artists in general like all the time they'll make a controversy and then people have to go check them out and they gain more followers. This is just the circle of music, basically. Exactly, and it's like, and now he's now he's going to Ole Miss and getting you know pretending like he's sick off stage. Oh and, yeah, that was, dude, yeah. that was so. I know, I know so many people who had tickets to those concerts or that concert, and dude, they were so mad. I can, I can. I would say because I'm pretty sure most people didn't even get refund, like, because you know people buy it from like the third part or the third party sellers, like. Seat Geek, uh, Ticketmaster, yep. all that kind of stuff. Yep. They didn't buy it straight from the venue, so they 
the people who bought the tickets got reimbursed. So it was up to the people who actually bought the tickets from the venue if they wanted to give them back to the people who bought it from them on Ticketmaster or whatever. Actually, in about a week or so now, I'll be at the Jason Aldean concert in Atlanta. Oh, shoot. Yeah. He's, uh, I'm really hoping he plays the song. (laughs) Um, yeah, a local, local woman made a, uh, try that in a small town shirt. It actually looks really sick. Like totally recommend if you can find one, you should get it. And actually that, uh, that shirt is made by Crim Designs. It's a local place where we're from and she makes some really cool clothes and other things and not sponsored. (laughs) <laughs> not yeah, absolutely not a sponsor. We're just promoting a local. See, try that in a small town. Yeah, try that. We're helping out our local people. Maybe Maybe that's, that's what we do. Buy from DG. Don't go to Walmart down the road. It's abs- absolutely. <laughs> Even though DG is almost as big of a chain as Walmart. Well, yeah, that's true. That's very true. So, um, Andrew, let's let's make a little segue here. What's uh, what's going on in the sports world, dude? DeAndre Hopkins got. I'm a Texans fan. I'm not a Texan. Used, I mean, he that. used to play for the Texans. Yeah, he did. That's what. But I'm a Titans fan. Been a Titans fan for a while. It's been a real couple of years. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I mean, y'all had a good year that one year. Y'all. I mean, y'all made it to the uh, round right before the Super Bowl. Yeah. Derrick Henry carried y'all all the way there. Yeah, that's about the only thing that carried us. But you know, we have Jeffrey Simmons. We have on, on offense. We have Ryan Tannehill. You know, he's he needs to be teaching Malik Willis about you know. And there was a whole controversy last year about him and Malik Willis getting into it about how Tannehill wasn't going to teach him how to take his job and all this other, yeah. all this petty stuff, you know, yeah. has nothing to do with the organization, has nothing to do with, you know, the sports world, basically. But I say, I'm, I'm honestly, in my opinion, I don't know how much longer Tannehill is going to be there with them just because I think the Titans are pretty well close to a rebuild. I don't know. I mean, I figure they'll probably keep Derrick Henry in some big pieces like that, but with them drafting two quarterbacks and two drafts back to back, I feel like they're going to go with one of those guys pretty quickly. I think so too. They, you know, like you said, they drafted Malik Willis two drafts ago, and then this last draft they drafted Will Levis, absolutely, who looks like Ryan Tannehill. He really does. But you know, dude, he does some of the weirdest stuff. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what is? Doesn't he puts? I know one of the things he puts mayonnaise in his coffee. Yeah, and he eats yeah. banana pills. Exactly. Like, That's, what is what is this guy's deal? That's going to be the Titans' savior right there, Absolutely. obviously. But, and honestly, I think I think Ryan Tannehill is still good enough to play quarterback in the NFL. Like, I think he'll go to another team and start, but I think the Titans are ready to move on. Oh, he's he's like Kirk Cousins. He's going to – Ryan Fitzpatrick, he's going to be there until he dies. Well, Ryan Fitzpatrick is not that old. <laughs> okay. but, you, know, you know, he's going to be there until he just cannot play anymore. Like, he yeah. physically cannot take getting tackled. He physically can't. I think he's going to do similar to – like I just said, Fitzpatrick or who was another old quarterback? Uh, he played Brady. <laughs> well, yeah, Brady was pretty old. He just didn't yeah. look it. Like he looked like he was still mobile and Yeah, yeah. I mean, what was he like? Forty-five when he finally retired. Yeah, he, he was. He was getting up there. Yeah, he was mid forties. I know that. I, I, know say, that. I, I say up there. I mean, up there in like football terms for anybody you know listening. No, he's old too. Okay. But, <laughs> okay. But, but Andrew no. said it, not me. Yeah. Um, but no, they need to build around, like, you can't hand the ball to Derrick Henry every down and expect to win. I think that's what they did recently. They picked up D-Hop, DeAndre Hopkins from the Texans. 
or not the Texans. He was on the Cardinals here recently, and they released him. I don't know. I don't even know why they released him. I think well, he he just came off a season where he was injured for most of yeah, it. Yeah, I just, think yeah, it wasn't spectacular when he did come back. Yeah, I mean, he actually was doing really good. I you know just for uh, put this in perspective, I had him on my fantasy team, and he was a pretty solid. I mean, ten to fifteen point player a game. So I mean, he's probably putting up around. 70, 80 yards, five or six catches a game. That's not awful, but you are right. That's not his normal spectacular yeah. numbers. He's not he's not the DeAndre Hopkins of old. And right. I think but I do think he will fit with the Titans. Here's my hot take. I think they're gonna get rid of Traylon Burks eventually because he's he's young. Okay. They're gonna you know, other teams are gonna look at him, say he's tall, he's young, he's got a good build, he's a physical wide receiver, he's 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 like a mirror image almost of A.J. Brown yeah. just without the like the credentials of the last couple of years of how A.J. Brown has been just so dominant. He he looks like he looks like him. He plays like him. He runs like him like he I think they have similar 40s. And so I think when D hops in there because you want a normal because you want a physical wide receiver and a more agile wide receiver, I think that. They're going to ultimately get rid of Traylon Burks or either hold him back for a season. I think D Hop's going to start over him, and they're going to keep either Westbrook or another wide receiver in that slot or, you know, wide receiver two position. I think, isn't Westbrook's full name Westbrook Akini? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I about to say, I, um, I agree with you, except for I think if they do get rid of Burks, imagine they would do a trade package just yeah. because of how young he is. Yeah. He only had one season in the NFL. He still got plenty of time to like accelerate his game. I think Akini's been in the NFL for two or three years. I mean he's he's been in the system. He knows kind of a little bit more what's going on. So I do agree with you. I think that Hopkins and Akini will start for the Titans the next year. And then they'll have Austin Hooper at tight end. Yes. Austin Hooper's gonna be a, uh, another big target. Absolutely. And I think that'll help. I especially I don't know, Hopkins not Hopkins, uh Hooper, whenever he played at Atlanta, he did a lot of like they've changed his whole route system. I noticed that. Like he okay. did a lot of curl routes at ten, at you know, Tennessee the last couple of years. Yeah. He's just been you know, that's all they've used him for, maybe blocking. But when he was at Atlanta, he was up and down the field like he was they're putting him on post they were putting him on long yardage situations like that was their go-to guy and then they got Kyle Pitts and they kind of threw him to the dogs yeah and I mean in all honesty Kyle Pitts is probably a better yeah. receiving tight end but if you could have kept two for two that would have been really good yeah. for the, for the uh, Falcons yeah I agree I, I do I, I do say like what you were just saying if they give him the right scheme fit, I think we can definitely see a resurgence of Hooper this year. Yeah, he's he might be one of my sleeper picks for fantasy football. Yeah. For real. Like I last season I can't remember. I had a I had a tight end and I can't remember his name for the life of me, but he Travis Kelsey. Oh, <laughs> you know, just the, just, just the, the best, best wide, wide just the best yeah. tight end in the NFL. Yeah, like, just the best on, tight man. end in the NFL. Anyway. Mm. I had him and then I had tight end two I think I had Kittle too. Which dude, he dang. I know, I know. You must have been in a small league dude. if you had Kelsey and Kittle. It was in the league at BSU. So like oh, okay. it was all the 
all the good guys down there at the the W. Yeah. And like it was just ten of us. And I had like Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, like some of the two best quarterbacks. Golly, dude, I had Derrick Henry. Mm. I had uh it wasn't yeah, I did have Marquise Brown. I wanted D Hop, but yeah. you know, he got injured. I kinda released him. Yeah. I said traded him. I can't remember what I traded him. But anyway. I see. I know um earlier you meant we were talking about Derrick Henry and like the workload that he's doing. So what's I mean, these running backs in the NFL, Dalvin Cook, Melvin Gordon, um, there's a bunch of other big names that are out there on the free agent market. Like, what's up with the not getting contracts? Dude, they – think about it. The last couple Super Bowls, who has been a notable running back? I mean, Joe Mixon was a pretty big part of the Bengals. Yeah, um, I agree. Who, this is awful. Who played in the Super Bowl last year? Um. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, it was the Bengals and the uh, Chiefs. No. Chiefs. It wasn't the Bengals, was it? Bengals and the Chiefs played maybe two years ago. That was two. Yeah, that was two years yeah. ago because my home. Eagles won. and the Eagles Chiefs. and the Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, Miles Sanders is good, but I mean, Jalen Hurts was the show, and Chiefs have a bunch. I mean, Jarrett McKinnon is very fat, really good running back, but he was their running back one in the Super Bowl. Like, you're absolutely right. Who was the notable name in the Super Bowl? Yeah. I mean, they had Isaiah Pacheco, but like. Yeah, good yeah. rookie, but I mean, yeah, two or three years, he's yeah. going to be. In two or three years, this is going to sound probably bad, but in two or three years, who is going to remember, like, yeah, the three-headed monster that the Chiefs had at running back? You know, like, yeah. it's the last couple Super Bowls, I know Marshawn Lynch was in, you know, one a while back. Yeah. and But that's that's probably the biggest name with the biggest workload we've had at running back. And so the running back position has been watered down almost to a fourth receiver. Basically. I mean, you're talking about guys like Christian McCaffrey. Um, I mean, Jarek McKinnon, he, he can play receiver. Um, I mean, this guy didn't last very long in the league, but Jalen Hurd, when he came in, I mean, he was a two double he, uh, dual threat. At receiver, running back, he could play all the positions. I mean, teams are looking for guys like that now. They're not – I mean, as special as the Derrick Henry is, they're not looking for a guy who can be out there all three downs. Just – I mean, that's like the Jaguars um, this year in the draft. Um, they drafted Tank Bigsby. Mm-hmm. And two years ago, they got Travis Etienne. And you've already seen them trade James Robinson. I mean, he was doing really good for them. So um, it's just kind of starting to show, like, Running backs are being pushed out quicker than any other position that we see. Yeah, and they're getting paid like it too. They're, yeah. I mean, I don't think if you're making millions and millions of dollars a year, you have a lot of room <laughs> to complain. Yeah, I'm about to say. But yeah. as opposed to all the other positions, they're getting, you know, they're getting paid pennies on the dollar. Oh, for sure. I mean, every you're going to get your really special talents. You've got your Saquon Barkley's, Derrick Henry's, Nick Chubb. I mean, mm-hmm. big time names. They're going to be around for a while. I mean, specialty names from the past is Adrian Peterson, Frank Gore. Yeah. Um, what was his name? Uh, the big running back for the Steelers. Uh, 
Jerome Bettis. Jerome, the, the bus. The Jerome bus. Bettis. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to get people like that, that they're going to get paid. They're going to play for a really long time. In the, I mean, Frank Gore played till he was 39. Oh, yeah. In the NFL. And he Frank was, Gore was a monster. He was dude. good. His last season, like, I th- I'm pretty sure his second to last season, he had a thousand yard rushing season. Yeah. He was, he was nothing to play with. Young running backs don't get a thousand yard rushing seasons. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to get a special running back like that. But. For these backs that aren't playing as long, it's tough for them. They just they get in the league, they get paid, they get a taste of it, and then they're like, "Why can't I get a contract?" Yeah, and it's because these GMs. Um, actually, the Colts GM is in trouble with Jonathan Taylor right now. Oh, I saw that. I saw that the other day. He made a comment about running backs and how like the pay that they're getting and. He basically said that it wasn't a big deal, and I think Jonathan Taylor's mad about it. Well, I've not heard anything about that. Yeah, it was it was like on a headline that I saw. It was Jim Ursay, the Colts. So, yeah, because like all how all this started was Joe Mixon. Yeah, talking about Joe Mixon, like earlier, did he did he get his contract? No, they've he not. Because you know he they signed him to one of the biggest contracts for. Uh. The running back position in a while at least and he was getting paid the most out of any running back i want to say that that's a bold statement but i think that's i think that's the truth i could say that and next thing you know they want to talk to him now about restructuring his you know and he's basically missing out would be missing out on millions and millions of dollars as opposed to releasing him yeah but you know he he basically said he doesn't want his contract reconstruction he wants what he's what he was owed Oh yeah, which I mean, I understand that too. But yeah, I mean, if you make a contract, you want to stick to it. But yeah. for someone in his position, with the Bengals not being a higher market team, they've got to make cap space, or they're not going to continue winning. No, no, they're not. Because I mean, they've got him and Burrow, and then you throw in Higgins, Chase. Um, is there another receiver they have? Oh, I forgot his name. I know you're talking Tyler about. Boyd. Yeah, Boyd. Yeah. yeah, I mean they've got three huge receivers mm-hmm. and they can't pay all of them. No, they're not, they're not, especially when Jamar Chase's rookie contract runs out. Oh yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be horrible because he he's probably gonna be arguably the highest paid wide receiver on that squad. Oh yeah, because they've already got to pay Burrow this year. Mm-hmm. That's coming up. Yeah. Yeah. And talking about money though, what is up? With soccer, there is a man. I don't. I honestly, I didn't look it up enough. I don't know. There, um, his name is Kylian Mbappe. I'm pretty sure is the way that you say it. I really don't know. I don't know anything about. They soccer. are paying this man seven hundred and seventy-six million dollars in one year. Annual a year. One Annually? year, like just this year, he's going to make seven hundred and seventy-six million dollars. And I also saw there's a transaction fee of $332 million that that um, team has to pay to the team that he's coming from. So this overall is a $1.1 billion deal. Oh, my gosh. Do you know how badly I wish I could kick a soccer ball and make $776 million? Bro doesn't even have to strap on pads and he's making more (laughs) than more. It doesn't have to hit anybody. Dude. I mean, okay. It's, fair, it's a hard sport. Well, that also is like the most like popular sport in the world. So like, you yeah, get the sure. most 
you know, football, soccer. Yeah. It's got a bunch of names. Foot, football. <laughs> Foot. Foot. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> it's crazy how, like, okay, yes, he probably should get paid that much because that's how much, like, if that's how much he generates and that's what they think he's worth, that's probably what he, you know, yeah. should get paid. But that's still crazy. That's, yeah, a billion dollars. That's I must say, honestly, in my opinion, I don't think anybody is worth that much. Jesus, yeah, Jesus I, thought you were worth that much. That is very true. I, <laughs> look, take back my statement. You proved me wrong. One with one sentence. But what I was saying is, <laughs> I don't even know what I was saying. You don't make me forget what I was saying, man. Come on. Um, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. But for comparison, LeBron James, one of the best players ever in the NBA. $532 million in all of his earnings. So this one guy is making – James has been in the NBA for 20 years. So this guy in one year is making $200 million more million than LeBron James. That's crazy. That is insane. That is Another thing, the 2023 NFL salary cap, $225 million. So overall, all that they can play, all of their players combined – Two hundred twenty-five million dollars, and this one guy—that's crazy. That is absolutely insane. And I've never even like—I'm not a big soccer guy. I've never been anything to do with soccer, but like the only soccer player I think most people know is Messi. Yeah, like, you know everybody played. knows Messi and Ronaldo. Isn't that a soccer player? Yeah, Ronaldo. Yeah, I Messi know, and Ronaldo. I've heard of that guy. Like I don't know hardly anything about him. I don't know yeah. what positions they play. I know Messi plays in Florida now. And I know you used to play for Barcelona. And that's that's about yeah. It's about all on all I know. I don't know. I didn't even know that much. So I'm glad so, you did because yeah, I don't I don't know any of the teams or anything. Just, I just know Barcelona, Messi, Florida. Dude, is your when you work out? What's your like your split? Well, I usually it's been a little um, messed up honestly in the summer. It's just been a little bit more difficult to be able to go to the gym. But usually, what I try to do is about either a five or six day split. If it's a five day, I usually on the first day I'll do chest and triceps then I'll do legs. Then I'll do like a cardio and abs day just to kind of have like a little break in between. Actually take that back. Wednesdays is bicep and back. Then it's the cardio and ab day. And then Friday I will do, um, shoulders. I'll finish out the week with shoulders. But if it's a six-day split, then I'll do the chest and triceps, back and biceps, legs, and then chest, shoulders, back, biceps, legs. That's awesome. What is your, like, what's your leg day normally look like? Awful. Absolutely <laughs> awful, dude. It's, I, I despise leg day. For anybody out there who likes leg day, I, I don't understand. It, it's just painful. It hurts. It's. I know it's supposed to, but it's terrible. Dude. I about to say I worked out legs. I think last Friday, and then I went and did it again on Tuesday, and I was still sore from <laughs> last week, dude. It was it was bad. But um, usually what I'm looking at is I'll do like some variation of a squat. I'll do leg press. Um. I usually do Bulgarian split squats if I can. Oh, that's uh, dude. That's uh, it's hard, yeah. but it's a good workout. Yeah. It's, it's really good. 
Um, I'll do catchphrases. And then if I want to, I'll throw in leg extensions and leg curls. It honestly just depends on the day and like how I'm feeling at that point. And then every once in a while, if I have the right equipment for it, I'll attempt to do deadlifts. Deadlifts are hard for me because they hurt my back. <laughs> I don't know about anybody else out there. If you maybe have some like advice for me, but the deadlifts are awful. Dude, I've got some advice for you. On my leg day, I do bench press. No, I'm just. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's fair. A lot of people don't do legs. I have chicken legs. <laughs> I do. Know. I hate. I I'm like you. I hate leg day. Leg day for me is twice a week and it's horrible it's yeah. awful what do you do you normally do kind of similar to what i do or do you uh add some other workouts in i have been doing like six i have been doing like you talking about a split or just leg day just like that just leg day i usually do squats and then i'll do leg extensions and then i'll do some hack squats and uh those are nice yeah <laughs> those are nice some rdls <laughs> Like you said, Bulgarian split squats, I hate those with all my heart. They're good, though. They work. Yes. yes For anybody out there starting to work out, split squats are the way to go. Just do not load the weight or you will make yourself <laughs> sick. I have made myself sick doing Bulgarian split squats before, dude. I, I hate them with all my heart. But I, honest, I'm being honest with you. I don't train calves. Really? At all. I, just, you, you, I mean, you, you, got the, you got the natural calves, though. Like, yeah, like I feel like calves <laughs> are mostly genetics. It depends on like where your your muscle goes into your bone. Yeah. Like, it's, like some people have bigger calves naturally. Some people have no calves naturally, and if they do, they need to be in the UFC because <laughs> they people they're, in the UFC have a there's a trend in the UFC. You've heard about that? Like most people don't have calves. I thought that was boxing. Well, it's like. Because Deontay Wilder, he ain't got no, he's I huge, thought, but he ain't got no leg. I think it's like, like, I think it's both. Like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Like John Jones. You, you know John yeah, Jones? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Dude has a crazy physique. He's ripped. Um, As you can tell, I'm on bulk right now. <laughs> but he, he, anyways, he, uh, he has no calves at all. And it's just his genetics. He works out like crazy. But for boxing, you have to be more light. You have to, you know, jump around yeah. more, especially kickboxing. Yeah. Like. I like Conor McGregor. Wouldn't he was yeah. a kickboxer, kind of, wouldn't he? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, he's in the Uf the UFC. Yeah, but I mean, you can yeah. like, there's certain variations of like, tech or what would you get? fighting styles that yeah. people use. Like some people use taekwondo, some people use jujitsu, kickboxing, boxing. Like there's a bunch yeah. of different like MMA. things. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, um, what does a normal week look like for you working out? Like, what are your splits? I try to do – well, right now I'm, I'm at a crossroads because I've been I've been doing, like, six week, six days a week, like you said. Like, I'll go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. But I'll do – I'll do um, back, by chest, try, legs. Back, by chest, try, legs. And, like, I'll just try to do abs one or two days – during the week yeah and i'll run a little bit like on like either outside or on the treadmill whatever yeah and but right now i'm switching kind of to like a four-day split because i don't think my muscles were recovering very well because like if you if you're doing the same muscle group over and over and over and over yeah. again they don't like rest you're not 
having growth because like rest days are growth days. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, you're, like I would say, you, some of the times that I've seen the most improvement, like in my own growth, is on after a rest day or two. Exactly. Because like, you just look bigger. It's just. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. You like your muscles have to have time to you know. They have to have time. Yeah. Like they say most of the time it's like 48 hours for most people, unless you're just like a genetic freak. But it's <laughs> like you, yeah, it's like 48 hours recovery time for most people. And so I, right now I'm about to go to a four day split back to where I was in high school doing um, upper body, lower body. Um, Wednesdays is a, you know, off day, upper body, lower body, and then saturday and sunday is off which i mean it's a lot of load because on like upper body days you got to hit back you got to hit chest you got buys tries all that stuff which i mean the way i try to combat that is i'll have like a day where i focus mainly on back and by and the next like like monday for instance i'll try to do back and by and then i'll have you know other stuff too but i'll try to do mainly chest and try stuff on Thursday. Yeah, man, that's a really good split. Like, I totally agree that you have to give yourself time to recover. You're not going to see growth. Yeah, it's just, it's not possible. No, it's, it's not. It's just part of it. You got to give yourself time to recover or mess yourself up. Or trend. How about we don't do <laughs> steroids? No illegal stuff on this podcast, okay? It's not legal in Mexico. We're not sponsored by that. We're not doing that. We're not sponsored by Mexico. No, we're not. <laughs> I don't know. Are we? Can, can we get a sponsor from Mexico? <laughs> Modelo. <laughs> Shut up. Okay. Anyways, on to the next topic. <laughs> yeah. You good? Corona. <laughs> Sorry. You, good? <laughs> you gonna be able to go? Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. I just, you know how I get late at night, Garrett. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> Crazy. This man is absolutely insane. Not really. Just late at night. Yeah. So, um, what have you been up to lately? What What have you got coming up? What have you, what you been up to? Dude, I get my wisdom teeth out tomorrow. <sighs> That's a big one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I just... They told me I'd have to eat, like, jello oh, and dude. stuff all tomorrow, and then Saturday I can try to eat more. But then I gotta like wash it out or something. Yeah, I um, uh, I had mine taken out. I think it was maybe my junior year of high school, maybe sen- summer before senior year. I don't really remember. But it was two. It was good two or three, four years ago, and um, it was awful, man. Like literally for about three or four or five days, all I could eat was like Jello, mashed potatoes, and I think ice cream. Are you serious? It was bad. Three or four days? Yeah. Bro, I'm going to have to get my mom to puree some chicken so I can get some <laughs> my protein or something. Make you a chicken milkshake? Yeah, like, dude, that sounds so nasty. That does sound chicken awful. Chicken milkshake. <laughs> Mix up some chicken and rice in a blender. Come on, man. With some, with some milk and ice cream or something? That, makes that don't me, sound good to you? That makes me so happy. Oh. <laughs> Maybe put some jello in there, too. Yeah, jello, jello chicken milkshake. No, it's, yeah, it sounds, that, sounds, that sounds gross. Um, anything else you got in life? I mean, shoot, just 
other than I'm stopping work. I guess That's basically. What about you? What what have you been up to lately? Um, actually a lot. Um, as I said, coming up in a couple of weeks, I'm gonna be going or probably about a week and a half now. I'm gonna be going to the Jason Aldean concert. Um and just last Saturday I was actually at a Birmingham Barons game. Um for anybody who doesn't know, that's the double A affiliate of the Chicago White Sox of the MLB. It's a baseball team. Um they got waxed. <laughs> they got waxed. They got it was bad. But it wasn't bad until the ninth inning. It was it was actually a really good game until the ninth inning and then everything just went bad. There was a pitcher that came in. He had like a, I think coming in, he had a 4.79 ERA. For anybody who doesn't know much about baseball, that's decent. It's not good, but I mean, he, he can get you through a couple of innings if he needs to. But this guy came in and he loaded the bases with zero outs. And then they got a hit and a couple runs scored. And that, this is, it was five to one at this point. They were, they were playing the Chattanooga Lookouts, and then something happened. A throw to home went bad. It, it got away from the catcher. The pitcher ran to home home plate. I almost said home base. Home base. <laughs> but he ran to home plate. The catcher threw it back to the pitcher, and I'm talking about he made a perfect swipe at the plate. Like, it was beautiful. Got the runner out, and the umpire called him safe. Oh, my gosh. So – after the umpire called him say, I mean, this catcher, it had been bad calls all game. The catcher had been going at the, like, talking with the ump. But this was, I mean, this just set it off. This catcher, I'm talking about, he was, like, up in the ump's face going at it. He got thrown out. Oh, the manager dude. manager had to come and, like, separate him. And then he got in the ump's face. He didn't get thrown out somehow, though. But dude, I love we, we ended up leaving in the middle of the night because it wasn't even worth staying to see the Barons try to bat. Are you serious? Yeah, it was, it, they just didn't have a good hitting night. But um, the Lookouts ended up winning nine to one, and they were only up three to one at the start of the night. So that was it. Was a really bad last night. <laughs> <laughs> so so bad. Dude, I I love watching like like what you said, like talking about sports and people getting like fighting with each other. Yeah, I think it's I think it's the best thing ever. Yeah, I, think it's I, I think it is, dude. It's it's funny, that's for sure. Yeah. I would say sometimes, especially like if you're watching hockey or something like that, I mean, helmets off, gloves off, they're going at it. Mm, oh, we do, yes. Hockey, um, I think in baseball, like you said, and I think of football too. People, oh, yeah. Like, people, especially if they've had like beef before. Yeah. Dude, like Justin Jefferson and uh, who is it? Uh, The cornerback for the Viking. Uh. Packers, Jair Alexander. Yeah, Jair, dude. Yeah. They hate each other. Yes, dude. It, they Absolutely have a big hate time, each other. Especially since they're in the same division. I mean, they see each other twice a year. They they yes. go at it when they play. Yes, they hate each other. Trayvon Diggs has it with somebody. I can't remember who it is. Trayvon. Is it Trayvon or Stefan? It's Trayvon. Trayvon. Trayvon has it with somebody. He's a cornerback. Yeah, from Alabama. Yeah, he has it out for somebody. I can't remember who it is. I just remember some of those old fights. There was a receiver for the, Andre Johnson. Dude, you remember yes. him, him and Cortland Finnegan? I know exactly what you're talking Dude, about. Dude, that one was good. Yeah, Finnegan took his helmet off like an idiot. Yep. I don't and know then, what the point, what that, point of that was. Mm. 
Or got his, he got actually he got his helmet he ripped, ripped off. off. Yeah, yeah, he got <laughs> ripped off. There ain't no tension at all. Say, that, was a, that was a really good fight. I mean, I'm talking about Johnson ripped that helmet off, threw him on the yeah. ground, dude. It was. And then punched him twice in the head, and he got up, clapping his face <laughs> like, bro, like you just got laid out. What are you talking about? Yeah. Like, mm. it's like fights like that is what makes sports interesting. Oh yeah, absolutely. Rivalries. Dude, I'd punch an Auburn fan in the face. Okay, look. <laughs> look, man. Okay, look. For anybody who wants to know, since he said that, I'm an Auburn fan. He's an Alabama fan. We're still friends somehow. I don't know. But we are. It, it's just, it is what it is. But, um, you know, I guess we're getting close to wrapping this thing up. Yeah. You agree? I agree. Well, um... For those of y'all listening, obviously you know where we're at, but we're going to be on Spotify, Apple Music, all the podcast things, and we're going to be uploading video to YouTube. Haven't decided yet if we're going to do the full thing or if we're just going to do like some clips, but there's going to be multiple streaming avenues that you can find us on, and we hope to see you again. Absolutely.